You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, stretchy pants are loosened up. Al, give it a hit. Yee-haw! Well, welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. It's uh, Gelman and the audience here. And we have Dave Redinger because he's too lazy to get out of the sack this morning. So he's doing it from his home studio. Good day, Davey boy. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's nice to be here. So it's all yours. Remember how to do this? Well, we got a great lineup today. We actually have David Tate from Elegant Motor Cars. And we're going to talk about putting a glass finish on glass so that in the winter, the snow actually doesn't stick to the to the car. And secondly, doing the same thing with your wheels and tires. Al, remember how you used to get snow jammed up in the wheels and uh, the thing would go out of balance in the winter? Oh, yeah. I had a huge fight with a customer actually once like over that, and we never saw her again. I tried to explain that. You know, she she parked the car in a snowbank, you know, after picking it up from my place. Yeah. And we had done a brake job, and the next day she went to drive it, and, of course, the car was shaking all over the place. She called me freaking out. And, um, it's all your fault, <laughs> You ruined it. You broke my car. Thought you were an honest guy. And, and I had no idea what had happened, what transpired. So she, she had it towed up. So it cost me a couple hundred bucks for towing. And in the end, all it was was there was snow packed inside the wheel. Exactly. So what he does is he coats the wheel so this stuff doesn't stick. It's, it's, it's made out of glass. It's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. This guy comes up with stuff that, I don't know, it's amazing. We have to talk about that. Then we're going to be talking with... Uh, Dan Hunter, he is the temporary replacement for Kerry Schmidt. Uh, he's with the OPP. And we're going to be talking about a vast amount of wheels coming off cars. Why? Because people are putting snow tires back on their cars, and uh, they're not checking them after they've been reinstalled. So we'll talk about that. Plus, Steve wants to talk about the new uh, processes of COVID-19 and when to get pulled over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm the one who's getting pulled over. Look at Gelman's look at me going, trust you to do that. You've been drinking this non-alcoholic stuff that you got from your buddy. No, 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 it's CBD. It's CBD. No, there's no CBD. It says THC in it, and no, we're not drinking it on the air. It may be later on tonight when we decide what the hell we're going to do on Monday when everything else is shut down. And in the second half of the show, we got Summit Kapoor, eh, Dave? Yes, Young Steel's Motors, and uh, they're not part of the shutdown, but apparently Ombic is shutting down dealerships in Peel and in Toronto, and that means that before you can buy a car, you got to make an appointment, and I guess there'll only be one or two people in the showroom dealing with you, but you still can buy a car, and business is still moving on, and you know what? I'm absolutely amazed that business is still continuing. Our numbers aren't that bad. They're not that bad. What are you selling? Where are you? What are you drinking <laughs> well, this morning? Considering all the times that they have shut down, there are certain industries which, which really is suffering, such as you know, like um, hairdressers and restaurants and that. But the majority of the of the people are adjusting. 
Yeah, I think we, you know, a lot of us got used to it over the uh, summer with, you know, road curbside pickup and stuff like that. But now with this new lockdown, it's going to change because, I mean, I really feel for the restaurant people and the small businesses besides the restaurants who get a lot of attention, yeah. deservedly so. But I mean, uh, how does, <laughs> above all this, there's so much confusion, mixed messages. It, but the main thing is, how does Dollarama stay open? I mean, really? <laughs> Essential service? Really, I feel so bad. A buddy of mine has a Chesterfield shop. Yeah. And, and, and Great he's store. not allowed to be open, but a big box store can be. I, I, I don't know where the understanding there is. I think it's called money. Oh, yeah? Our vote. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, you mean he hasn't contributed enough to the uh, slush fund or something? I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but uh, everybody's pretty stressed. So I we sent can... in my 25 bucks. So you I mean, didn't. You didn't. All <laughs> right. We we're... have some timely hits. We're going to talk about uh, fuel during the winter. We're going to talk about a thing called wet, W-E-T-T. If you're, if you're going to be going up to the cottage and lighting up the fire, this is something you should be knowing about. Uh, I'm finding it out because we're restoring an old home up at North. And uh, I just sort of stepped into this. So we'll be talking about all this stuff when we come back. Alan, take us out. And if people have, uh, they want to give us a call, they can at 1-866-740-4740. Again, 1-866-740-4740. Carlos is standing by. He will answer your calls, and maybe we'll put them on air. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Al, it's over to you, and then you can control Dave from the other, from his home studio. The problem is we have Dave 1 and Dave 2. That's two. Anyways, on the line, we have David Tate from Elegant Motoring. Good morning, David. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Excellent. You know, uh, the, the lousy weather's coming, and um, as a matter of fact, it was so lousy that our other Dave didn't feel like coming in. He said, I think hmm. I'm just going to roll over and stay in bed. Redinger, are you there? I'm listening. I'm in bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The lousy weather's coming, and Dave, I don't know if you heard it, but Dave teased it at the beginning. Apparently, you guys at uh, Elegant Motoring have some new stuff to get your vehicle ready for winter. Like, not the car you're going to park, but we can talk about that, too. But originally, what do you got? To, what kind of products do you have or processes do you have to put on vehicles that's going to make our winter driving better? We have a, a host of products. Uh, some of them go on your windows, some of them go on your wheels, some of them go on your paint, um, and it helps making clear the snow, clearing the snow off the vehicle much easier. So, uh, you, the, the, what do you put on the glass? Uh, we actually put a, uh, a, a ceramic coating meant for glass, mm-hmm. so it creates um, a covalent bond, which is uh, second to a molecular bond, so it stays there for the for forever. Essentially, uh, it does wear down with abrasion. So when you're wiping the, the wipers and stuff like that, it'll start to wear down. However, um, when you put it on, it'll make it way easier to clean the snow and ice off of the windows as well. When you're driving in the rain or any inclement weather, um, it, you almost don't even have to wear the wipe or use the wipers, uh, depending on what speed you're going. The wind will just blow everything off the windows like Rain-X on steroids. <laughs> Dave, how many guys actually buy their uh, and use their high-end cars during the winter, or do they just drive a winter beater? Um, today it's becoming more and more popular, and it's all it all depends on uh, your tax bracket. At the end of the day, um, yeah. some guys are driving, uh, you know, their brand new Porsche through the winter uh, because it is four-wheel drive, aluminum body is not going to rust, and away they go. Um, other guys are driving their Lambos and stuff, but yeah, you know, most of us aren't in that, um, tax bracket. And even if we have those cars, we, we tend to park them and drive something else. 
All right. Well, we normally talk about preparing the underside of the car. Where you know we send a lot of clients to to Crown, great product. Now, but you have something to protect the outside of the car, the paint surface, right? Yeah, in the winter times, we offer a um, uh, winter package. Uh, it's about three hundred fifty dollars, and basically, you come in. We put a high performance uh, uh, ceramic coating on um, that gives you about a six to nine months uh, warranty on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that will allow the snow. Basically, when the snow hits it, it doesn't have the same surface tension. It will reduce the surface t- surface tension of the paint, so it allows the snow to just kind of fall off. So, so I- I'm assuming the salt as well, then. Absolutely, yeah. The salt uh, it won't stick as much. Right. You'd have a, David. You would have a field day on our car because uh, you know once in a while we get the grandkids in the back seat, and uh, you look around the next morning, you go, "How many bags of chips did they have?" And there's so there's a lot of junk <laughs> on the. You know that you got a little you got a little girl. There's a lot of stuff in the car on the carpet and stuff like that. Do you recommend like is car detailing a big part of your business right now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, going into the winter season, you want to clean out all the, uh, you know, everything, all the germs and stuff that you've trekked in from going hiking or going for the walks and stuff in the summer. So you want to get rid of all of that um, so that, you know, you're at the end of the day in the wintertime, you, I, I doubt you're driving with the windows down. Um, so hey, you know, I lived out west. Up. I drive down. No problem. <laughs> so with everything uh, that you've accumulated over the course of the summer, uh, you're stuck in there with all those germs and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, a lot of people will have a full interior done before the winter, uh, right at this time of the year, and then they'll do one again in the springtime just to get rid of all that uh, winter, you know, build up from exactly what you're saying with the salt and, and stuff that you've tracked in. So part of that winter prep, uh, the winter package you have, you, you also prep the wheels, is that right? Yeah, we find, um, you know, we get a lot of wet uh, snow that's like packing snow and it gets stuck in behind the wheels causes imbalance when you're driving and yes, stuff. A lot of yes. people think there's something wrong with their car. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually coat the wheels with uh, with a ceramic coating and uh, it helps prevent the snow from sticking as hard. Mm-hmm. So when you're driving, it literally will just fly out. It's less likely to uh, to get a buildup inside. So that's all Where part of that I- same winterizing package then, eh? Uh, no, they're all kind of a la carte. The winterizing package is for the bulk of the car on the outside. Okay. Dave. So it makes it easier for scraping off. So. Hang on, Dave. There's another guy, Dave, who's still lying in bed. Because go ahead, Dave. <laughs> My question is, I mean, these are all unique products that I've never even heard of. Where do you find this stuff? I mean, you, you how do you investigate, find out that it's viable, and and you can actually use it? Oh, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. <laughs> well, for our listeners, of course, it's www.elegantmotoring.ca. That's where we would find it, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How do I find it? I can't tell you my secrets. All right. You know what? We got to take a break. Dave, stick around. The Whoa, other Dave, you can go back to sleep. Who you on you? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're talking about how to keep that car clean and looking good. And if you've got a car care question, by all means, give us a shout right now. Yeah, we got a bunch of callers in the air uh, on the line on the air. Need a coffee, and we'll get to them soon. But uh, if you're on hold, be patient, and we'll get to you shortly. Right. Dave's Corner Garage, we'll be right back with Alan Gelman and Dave Rediger lying in bed, pillow pluff. You mean snoozy, or should we call him sleepy? Lazy bugger, huh? All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage, and we have David Tate on from Elegant Motoring. Just for a few more minutes, and we got a couple calls we'll get to as well. Al, over to you, Al. David, we talked about uh, ceramic coatings for the paint, and we always talked about it for the glass as well. Um, so that the glass one needs reapplication, then I guess every six months or so. Yeah, pro- actually, approximately once a year. 
Okay, cool. And, and typically only on the front window. The side windows and back windows, they'll be perfect for a lifetime. Now, also, I've seen a product, you know, in a lot of vehicles where they've got a, a big front hood, you know, they, they would get stone chips. Now, you've got some kind of product to eliminate that as well, correct? Absolutely. A big sticker. Uh, basically, it's uh, it's called paint protection film. Uh-huh. Um, it's a clear bra film. We actually apply it over the top. Um, these days, everyone's doing a, uh, tends to be doing a full uh, front clip, so they're doing full hood, full fenders and stuff. And that's to eliminate the line that you typically see um you might see that on older cars, five five years old or so. You'll see a, a line across the hood. Exactly. And that's I mean, actually, the film. Okay, so about four inches up, you'd see where it starts peeling. So, with the process you're using, that doesn't happen, eh? Correct. Okay. Perfect. Correct. 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 Sounds like meet the press. <laughs> this is correct, David. I got a question that came in on Facebook. Settle down, boys. Is for the tint you said about the tinting, right? Or mm-hmm. the stuff for the windows where the snow will actually come off easier. <laughs> That's, Sorry, no, no. That, that was the question. Don't blame me. Somebody wrote in like that. Don't cut up the audience. No, Who's it won't make the uh, it won't the make the film or make the snow come off easier. But the uh, ceramic coating uh, on the outside of the windows uh, reduces again the surface friction, uh, so it'll allow the snow and the ice and stuff to fall off the yes. windows easier. Yes, let's make that clear because the tint actually goes on the inside of the window. Well, rather that than person the was confused. Don't be looking at me, Gelman. I'll smack you. <laughs> All right, listen, David, what's your website? People can get more information as the uh, before the weather starts going south? Elegantmotoring.ca. All right, listen, thanks for uh, giving us some time this morning. Have a good, safe weekend, and we'll uh, talk to you during the week, all right? You as well. Stay thanks, safe. buddy. Dave uh, Redinger, who's still lying in bed, we have a couple yeah. callers that uh, Mr. Gelman wants to get to. Okay, I was going to talk about something else, but it's okay with me. All right, yeah. we've got Lou in Guelph, and he's got a question for us. Lou, how are you today? Uh, good. Uh, thank you for taking my phone call. Sure. What What can we do for you? Oh, um, I wanted to get a second vehicle, a lightweight vehicle, uh, and I was interested in uh, a Nissan Micra. And uh, a, a friend of mine told me they have a horrible transmission. Uh, that wasn't my first uh, line of knowledge. Uh, it seems like somebody's made a mistake. I thought they were kind okay. of reliable all around. Hang on for a second, Lou. Dave, what's your, you want to weigh in on this one? Well, Lisa, you know what they ha- if, if they have the transmission which is constant velocity, Alan. Yeah, they do. So your friend is right. Constant velocity transmissions don't have a good reputation and do and are very expensive to repair. So if I was looking for a cheap vehicle to run around with, I'd be looking at a Honda or something with a more normal transmission. Um, other than that, the Nissan Micro is a decent car. And the interesting thing is, is we're the only country that sells it. It's not sold in the States. It's strictly a Canadian product. Okay. Great. That's excellent. Thank you. All right. You Hi, have, have a good weekend and uh, stay safe out there, Lou. All right, Dave, you know, but that, just uh, not to not to say you're wrong. Um, Go ahead. You can. He's not here. I'm going to pretend I'm his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, the new yeah, Civic has a CVT tranny, though. Civic has a CVT tranny? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's All what... Right. The, I believe it. Yeah, well, I, I, you know what? You're you're absolutely right, though. I mean, the CVT has been around for almost 20 years already. Uh, Saturn used it. Some other vehicles used it. And originally, it was not very good at all. 
And especially because originally the, the CVT transmission was designed for a low horsepower kind of vehicles, the smaller vehicles. And when they tried to use that in bigger vehicles, like because they put that in the Nissan Maxima, and that was a, a, a show, you know, and that's a show. What kind of a show was it? It's. Um, oh, I see. The like the twenty yeah, year twenty twenty yeah, yeah. was like. All right, and Dave, you said you wanted to talk about something. We only got a yeah. minute, Dave. Then we got to go commercial. So make okay, it quick. Quickly, we are restoring a two hundred year old house, and all of a sudden, I'm advised because the house has a wood burning fireplace. It actually has four of them. That the fireplaces have to be inspected before being used by the insurance company. In other words, if there's a fire because of the fireplace. Uh, the insurance company is going to step back and be uh, very difficult to deal with. So it's called WET, W-E-T-T. And if you're opening up a cottage or you're going to be renting a cottage or something, make sure that this inspection has been done. It's called Wood Energy Technology Transfer. Okay. And what it does is they somebody comes in and checks the fireplace for functionality, that's a good word. I think it's for functionality, and uh, that it's it's actually safe to to operate. Uh, apparently, a lot of fires are happening in fireplaces. Places are going down, and insurance is saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, too bad." Uh, uh-uh. uh, too bad. We have to go. Then the fire yeah. department has to come in and wet it all down. Okay, there so to go. speak. Exactly. <laughs> now. From really legal stuff, we're going to be coming back next with Sergeant Dan Hunter of the OPP for some interesting news about what's going on on the roads as we get ready for the holiday season and other things that have to do with, what, tires? Hands on the fender. Yeah. (laughs) What a straight line. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And for those of you who follow us on Facebook... And we've had some questions that came in this morning. You can go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage, and your questions will pop up like that, like magic. Yes, and on the line, we've got OPP Sergeant Dan Hunter. How are you, Dan? I'm good. How are you? Sorry, I didn't mean to be so... uh, Can I call you, Dan? Yes, you can. (laughs) Is he going to do arrest you over the phone? No. (laughs) Well, funny you mention arrest, you know, because... Don't look at me like that. We've just gone into lockdown. And, and you know, we've got to maintain distance. Dan, as a police officer, I mean, you see somebody doing something stupid and you got to pull them over. How do you maintain your distance? Yeah, it's, it's difficult, really. Uh, we're faced with the same challenges that everybody is when it comes to the pandemic. And physical distancing is not something that we can always do, obviously. So we just try to limit our risk in the ways that we can. We wear a mask. We wear gloves if we're taking documents from people, mm-hmm. all of those sorts of things. Uh, but, hey, there's those days where you just got to go hands-on, and that's one of the risks that we take. Now, normally, in uh, you guys obviously do the ride programs, um, mm-hmm. but, but does it, each officer, do you ever administer a breathalyzer test yourself? Yeah, we have roadside screening devices that we use that, mm-hmm. that all of our officers are trained to use. And at the same time, uh, how do you, again, you're wearing gloves. Obviously, you have to tell the person that nobody's ever done it before. You're the first person blowing into this thing. Yeah, we have sterilized mouthpieces. Every person that blows gets a new sterilized mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. So our officers are trained to install the mouthpiece without touching the end that the person puts in their mouth. And uh, the design that we have right now is a blow-through design, like a straw, like a drinking straw. 
And so the officer is going to want to aim that away from themselves because the person's breath is coming directly through that straw. Right. And there will be some of that aerosolized uh, saliva and whatnot through that straw. So, yeah, point that away from yourself That's for our own protection. I wonder, you um, know... And then it gets disposed of. Now, a lot of people, or a lot of people, what people have done in the past is, is ignored or refused to take a breathalyzer. Uh, for whatever reason, and, and apparently that was an automatic guilty thing. Um, but you can't use this as an excuse, can you? No, you can't. Uh, there's no provision in the criminal code for using the pandemic as a reason not to provide a sample. Mm-hmm. We still provide that that service. We ask people to provide samples um, where we have uh, a reason to believe that they should. And there's there's no way out of that for them just because of the pandemic. So uh, I haven't actually heard of anybody using that excuse, but it wouldn't fly. Dan, we, we've heard, uh, besides the breathalyzer issues, uh, you were talking to Dave earlier on uh, this morning about uh, the tire incidents that are going on with cars on the highway. What's going on with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always see wheel-off incidents where cars, trucks, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, things like that, you know, losing their wheels. It happens a little bit more during the seasonal tire, tire changeover. So we do see sometimes those wheels come off and they strike other cars. And especially where they're traveling in the opposite direction or if they're larger tires, like from our commercial trucks, they can cause serious injury or even kill people. Oh, for sure. Um, but, you know, as a mechanic, um, and, and honestly, I, I didn't realize until we started talking about this, how often or how regular this this incident things happen. Um, thank God, you know, we have very few at our particular shop. But but as a mechanic, and I, and I have driven vehicles that had loose wheels, and it, it doesn't just fall off in a matter of seconds, okay? No. In other words, if the wheel is loose or has worked its way loose, and we can discuss why that happens, of course, um, you know, you're going to feel it or you're going to hear something for, for I would say, at, at least a couple hours prior to the nuts working all the way off. Um, do, you after, do you ever inspect the wheel to find out, you know, how it's worn or, or what exactly happened or, or you don't? Yeah, what we often see at the side of the road is we see that when the wheel comes off, we go, we look at the car. Hopefully we can locate the wheel. Sometimes we, we can't find it. It's not close by or it's, a, it's traveled a long way. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look at the holes in the rim where the lug nuts go through or where the wheel studs go through. Yes. And we can see that those holes are no longer round. Oftentimes they've, they've changed shape. They've ovalized because of that working back and forth, a loose wheel will walk back and forth and it will change the shape of those, those holes. Right. And that, so does, that didn't, didn't happen in two minutes. I mean, obviously yeah. that's something that someone's been driving for a few days, I would imagine for that. Right. To eventually it's it's an indicator of how long it may have been loose. You know, Dan, we have a lot of people who listen to the show that live outside Toronto, and they're, you know, uh, having gone up to Perry Sound a few weeks ago, going up to 400, you see a lot of people now that are pulling um, their ATVs, they're getting ready with ski-doos, or sea-doos, yeah, ski-doos. I wish summer would stay. Um, any word of, of caution or, or what people should do recommendation-wise for uh, the trailers that they're pulling with the wheels? Trailer wheels, car wheels, truck wheels, it doesn't really matter. It's all, it has, carries the same risk, right? That wheel could become detached. So what I would do is, I mean, anything that you do is better than nothing. So even if all you do in the morning is walk around and count the number of lug nuts that you still have, right? If you're supposed to have five on that wheel and you now have four, 
you know, that's a problem. That's 80%, and that might have passed you in high school, but it's not good for holding wheels on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, right? No, you need all the nuts to be there. You need them all. Right, Absolutely. exactly. And if we see you without one, we're going to have a problem at the side of the road, and that's not something that just changing your spare tire is going to help with because you're missing the nut. Speaking, right? speaking of nuts uh, or a nut, Dave, you want to ask a certain... Yeah, a couple of things. Yeah. First off, one, that the car has to come back after the installation of the snow tires for a retorque, and people don't know that or don't come back even if they're told. So it's important to recheck the torque of the wheel after it's settled. And secondly, the hub, which the wheel actually bolts onto, has to be cleaned. And again, people don't do that. It's just a matter of zap-zap and away it goes. So those are right. two instances that, that caused the wheel to loosen off um, and should be actually uh, addressed. Yeah, we see yeah. that a lot. I mean, especially with an alloy wheel, uh, the salt really corrodes it. It doesn't look like rust, but in fact, it's terrible corrosion. And you can sandwich that up against the brake hub and think that you've got a tight wheel, but in fact, you don't. So this is where yeah, it's well, important. You've got, uh, you've got some parts in there that are made of steel. Your hub face is going to be steel, and you've got an alloy wheel. And those two metals sitting against one another is going to enhance that corrosion. If there is anything in there, corrosion or rust, dirt, or whatever it is, road salt, in between the hub face and the wheel, you're not going to get it as tight as it should be. All and right, I'm driving start. down the road and I see somebody's wheels tight. How do I get in touch with you guys? Somebody's wheels are loose? <laughs> I want to get a hold of you so you can find, you know, hunt them down. Yeah, if it's loose and it's moving, that's a 911 call for us. All right, so star that's an emergency. Yeah. Star OPP is that the number? Nine one one for emergency and star OPP for non-emergency calls. You know, Dan. Sometimes the wheel and the hub are so corroded that you can't get them off. I remember we used to have to take a piece of wood or a hammer or something and hammer the wheel off. That's how badly yeah. corroded they are. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that. I change a lot of tires at the side of the road for people, um, and I'll take the spare tire, and I'll swing it like a hammer. I'll take the spare tire, swing it like a hammer at the wheel that won't come off, and hopefully that breaks it loose. Because I, to be honest, I get tired of kicking them off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I can't do that every day. No. I change a lot of tires. I bet you do. Listen, yeah. uh, Sergeant, uh, have a great weekend, and be safe out there, and we will uh, hopefully talk to you before... Uh, the big guy comes down the chimney. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Okay. Take care. Have a good weekend. You Dave, uh, the other Dave, you still there? Yeah. You still lying in bed or what? Yeah. Okay. I have a story to tell you. you we don't have, we, we got to take a break to pay some bills, okay. but we're going to come back with Samit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford next. And you could you, are you okay with waiting for your story, Santa? Yeah, I can wait. Yeah, just fluff the pillow. <laughs> Write it down so you don't forget. He'll forget it. <laughs> 10 to 1. All right. Coming up next. Some big things going on at Young Steel's Ford for Black Friday, and they've got an interesting thing going on with tire sales that you can take advantage of. Free, free, free. Not quite. Almost. Dave's Corner Garage will be right with you after this. Isn't that incredible? Magic. Dave's Corner Garage, are you going to pass me your coffee? You didn't even share. What's magic? Coffee. He doesn't bring coffee or bagels in nothing. Gelman, you're so tight. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have on the line right now from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln is Samit Kapoor. How are you doing this morning, Samit? 
I'm good, Ted. How are you? Good. I'll leave it over to Al because he's the car guy and Dave's here too, so I'll be. Sh- I'll shut up. Yes, yes, sir. All right, we are going back into lockdown, but I guess the advantage for you, Submit, is that you're on the north side of Steeles. Yes, sir. So you're still in York Region. So for now, you guys are fine, correct? Yes, keeping fingers crossed, maybe for a few more days. Now, at the same time, I mean, you know, since we've had to gone through this already a few months back, you guys have procedures set up, correct? Yep. So people can look at the vehicle online. They they, they can't just roll into the dealership for a, a to, for a, a talk to the salesman and, and a road test, can they? Um, no, we were discussing today with the management that we might go back to appointment only basis. Oh, you mean so up until now, in the most recent time, you could actually just come in? Yes. Okay, so I, I think appointments are way better because that way, you know, you're going to expect the customer, uh, you're going to know beforehand what he's going to be looking for. A little preparatory, a little prepara- preparation would be a good thing. Preparation? Yeah. Yes, and then actually you can limit the number of appointments, you know, during the day. Right, and besides the fact, okay, let's let's talk about inventory. Um, it, it's been tight, but you still are able to get cars, correct? Uh, we've started placing factory orders. The inventory levels on 2020s are really, really low uh-huh. because we sold off everything during the last four months. And uh, the, the only solution is we can place and reserve the units which are coming uh, in the next three or four months in advance. Oh, so you need that much lead time then, eh? Yes. Okay, so my car broke down. I need wheels. What are you going to put me in? Uh, Taxi. That's that's tight. We have to order something for you. Or you might get lucky and I might find something at another dealer or in my inventory. Or you guys sell used cars as well, correct? Yes, but the used car trade is very much dependent on the new cars. If you don't sell new cars, you don't get those many trades back. All right, Black Friday's coming up. I'm, when is Black Friday anyways? Uh, Black Friday event is like quite long. In, in, in From the dealership point of view, we have gone digital deals. Mm-hmm. We have advertised a lot of product line, fusions, edges, escapes. We have those talks. We have made those Black Friday deals in advance so that just in case if we go on lockdown, people can shop for those deals on the website. They can reach out to us and we can start selling online. So they'll be actually able to see those numbers of, of cars that you have in stock or this is strictly for ordering? No, no, no. This is in stock. Everything on the website, which is the digital deals for Black Friday, it's everything is in stock. So, okay. what do you what do you see right now, uh, Submit, as maybe the top two most popular vehicles in demand right now? F one fifties and SUVs, Explorers, top demand. I've seen a lot. Like the F one fifties are everywhere, but I'm seeing a lot of Explorers as well. Yes, Explorers are very good deals right now, and Explorer is a good vehicle. All right, so I want to come in and get a new truck. Uh, a you new got, what? A new truck. I, I think you said a new truck. A new truck. He used and, to play yeah. for the uh, Rangers. Didn't Anyways, he? I'm looking for tires to go on there. You guys have winter tire sales going on right now. Yes, the winter tire sales on. We have different brands like uh, Michelin, Goodyear's, those kind of tires. And uh, for all the vehicle lines like sedans, SUVs, trucks with the OEM rims, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a good winter tire sale is on right now. So you basically, and you suggest that people get rims and probably sensors as well then. Yes, we, we, we've customized packages that includes four tires, rims, sensors, installation, and balancing. And if I buy a new car, would you throw that in? Depends what kind of money <laughs> you want to spend. <laughs> Spoken like a really good professional. I you like know, that. I mean, uh, just as an, an, an aside, making appointments actually makes sure that the customer is serious. You don't get tire kickers making appointments. You get people that are really serious about doing business. Yes, you can say that, yes. 
Yes. I mean, that might be just a policy in the future. From now on, you just can't walk into a showroom. You got to make an appointment to come in because we were looking for serious people. You see, from the last couple of months, dynamics have totally changed. A lot of people walking into the store, they're serious buyers. You know why? Because everybody knows there are no trucks uh, available across GTA. Yeah. So if somebody walks in looking for a truck, they're buying it. You know, it's funny because when it, a million years ago, I worked at Elegant Ford, which was across from the bus station. And what mm-hmm. people would do is leave the bus station, come into the car dealership and waste your time. If they only made appointments, I would know that every one of them was a serious customer. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. So maybe that'll be a fallacy in the future that you make an appointment before coming into a dealership. It's, it's not a bad idea. So, submit if, submit, if people want to find out more information about uh, Black Friday deals coming up and uh, the winter tire sale that kicks in next week, what's your website? Do it slowly because it's Saturday morning. It's youngsteelsfordlincoln.com or easywaysysfl.ca. All right, listen, have a good weekend. Be safe out there. And uh, if you get a chance, uh, steal some of popcorn from Mark Silverman, okay? <laughs> I'll do that. Sir. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend. <laughs> you too. Over have to you, weekend. Al. All right. Well, we had Lynn on the line. Um, I wonder if she's still there. Her car's been parked for a little bit of time, and uh, let's see if she's around. Lynn, are you here? Hi there. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Wonderful to speak to you. And my car's been actually about parking. I've had the car for about a um, number of years, and it's been parked uh, unused for about four or five years. My wow. concern is just to get an independent, uh, pin- your opinions. Is a car uh, reusable? Can you fix stuff up? Well, you can. Or, what? or should it, or is it not worth it? Well, question is, I mean, do you plan on driving it again? I, I would like to. Okay, and what year is the car? Um, it's a two, uh, 2002 Jetta, and it was immaculate condition. Wow. Right? Um, so um, it's still good. It has just a few little paint bubbles uh, here and there. It's been sitting outside. Well, if I had to guess, I can tell you right away, you're going to be looking at a new battery, you're going to be looking at brakes all around. Right. And and perhaps tires as well, depending on, you know. Probably. Right. And what about, like, interior in the engine, like tubes and etc.? And... Well, you know, you're going to have to get it to start, first of all. I mean, you're going to have to have the vehicle towed to a shop. Right. They're going to have to look over the whole car and give you some type of evaluation. I'm just thinking over the top of my head, because it's been parked for five years, you know, you're going to be looking at at least $2,000, and that's if everything else is good. So now it's a matter of, is that car worth $2,000? Is that worth $2,000 to you? Yes. I'm just thinking, because I understand you could probably donate it or so and then uh, look at... Um, a new car, but I was I own it, and I thought putting an X amount of money, like from two to you know four or something, five thousand overall. I don't know. I'm just guessing it would be worth it for X amount of years to drive around. Well, let me ask you this: If you think that you really are not going to put in uh, anywhere between two and four K, we have an organization we do some work with called Abuse Hertz. Yes, and they take cars in a donation. They give you a tax receipt, and you can help out, you know, women in shelters, uh, men in shelters, and kids. Yes. So if that's more of a choice for you and a feel-good point of view, yes. uh, go to abusehurts.ca. Okay. And um, there's a phone number there. Ask for Ellen Campbell. Okay. And uh, maybe early in next week, uh, give her a call, and they'll make arrangements because they do some great work up there. 
Yeah, that's a, a great option. And if I wanted to have it, eva- I would have to have it evaluated. And is it best to take the card to a dealer that um, to a Jetta dealer, or can I take it to a mechanic who specializes in those cars? Whereabouts because do you Whereabouts do you live? Toronto. So I don't know the two. If you're p- putting in new parts, you want the warranty, and they're always saying go to the dealer to have your car. Um, you know, uh, checked or repaired or anything like that. Well, your your car is obviously well out of warranty because of the age. But um, yeah, but anything new that goes in would it be under warranty? Like any of those parts? Yes, they all are covered. Um, any kind of new parts that go in a vehicle have to be covered, no matter what kind of car it is or who puts them in. So get it checked out. It's a great idea. You want to have a full a full evaluation of that vehicle beforehand. All right. Thanks for your call, Lynn. Have a good weekend. All right. And remember, anybody who's listening out there who uh, needs to make a donation for a car, send it to to abusehurts.ca, and they'll take it as a car donation, and they do great work for uh, battered wives and kids. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a couple more calls to get to, and Dave, who's now fluffed up his pillow for one last time. Stay with us. There we go. Microphone on. Just a little thing to do. Uh, we have uh, from one of our great partners, CAA, an interesting story about uh, batteries. So, pillow fluffed up. Redinger, it's all yours. Okay, Nadia sent me this note uh, because uh, they're one of the biggest battery vendors uh, in the city. So, by the way, if you do need uh, a boost, it's Star 222. It may just be the headache medicine 222s. It's the same idea. Star 222, and that'll get you to the CAA, and they'll give you a boost. And what they're saying is, first off, if you don't want any problems, install a battery tender. That's a little charger device that you can pick up at the, the local tire store. Uh, it doesn't cost much money, and you plug it in, and it'll keep your battery up. Uh, swap out your battery if it's more than five years old. Alan, do you agree with that? Uh, general, well, I would get it tested. I mean, I had a customer in actually yesterday. I don't know if he's listening right now, but he said, uh, the battery's five years old and, uh, my wife thinks we ought to get it checked. And I said, well, yeah. have, you, have you had a problem? Have you got not, has it not started? Have you been stuck? He said, no. She said, we better check it. And, uh, of course we took the high road and guess what? The battery was marginal. So she said, let's get a new one. So yeah, <laughs> you know, be- okay. Who wants to be stuck? I mean, that was her concern. She said, I don't want to be driving and the car dies. I tried to explain to her that it won't die. The whole key is that it will start, though. And yeah. uh, But you can predict beforehand, and that way you're doing it on your time rather than at a bad time. Okay, next, next tip was keep corrosion at bay. In other words, if, they, if the leads are, are turning blue, uh, clean them up and make sure they're clean. Uh, and turn off all accessories before starting the car. I always say that. You know, when you come in at night when it's snowing, shut the wipers off because I've had places where we've replaced wiper trains because they're froze. Exactly. People think a fuse would blow, and in fact, it doesn't. And, and you know, it's the next day after that snow has fallen. You need your wipers more than anything, and they don't work. So this is why you see people who lift the arms up. Yeah, but does that do, to your point about lifting the arms up, the wipers, uh-huh. is that, I heard that can do damage to the uh, springs in it. I'm told that it goes, they, they, they will go soft after a period of time. Um, I don't necessarily do it, but what I do do, I do do. You do do? Is, I'm sorry do, to hear that. Is, you know, when if my windshield is covered in snow, I don't just get in and turn the wipers on. I, I use a brush, I use a scraper, and at the least, I at least take the arm and make sure it's not stuck or frozen to the glass, because that's when the damage occurs. Done. And the last one says, don't disconnect your battery if you're leaving your car for a long period of time, just put a charger on it. 
I don't know about that one. I, I don't fully agree with that. But anyways, it's star two, two, two. The other story I had was the lady sold the car to a guy for a thousand bucks. Uh, two years later, she gets a bill for storage from the local pound for $5,000. And um, they actually made her pay it before they would give her a mortgage because it was an outstanding debt. Uh, she, the guy who bought the car did not transfer it because, I guess, insurance, etc. And uh, she ended up with the bill. So if you're selling a car, walk them over to the DOT and make sure that car is out of your name and out of your life. That's right, and because even though you've signed the back of the ownership, you still, in fact, own the vehicle. Yeah. And you're responsible. Uh, we, I know of a story similar to that where all of a sudden there was parking tickets day after day after day, and, and the, the fellow had to go to court and make a deal. Dave, we've got to wrap it up. Okay. All right, we want to thank our guests. Of course, we had David Tate from Elegant Motoring. We had OPP Sergeant Dan Hunter, and we had Samit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford. And you took care of your doo-doo. <laughs> and doo-doo. Which I'm very happy. the only place so we can do a two-hour show in one hour. All right, listen, you go back. Get up out of bed, all right, you lazy bum. <laughs> all right, listen, thanks for all our calls coming in. For those of you who didn't make it, you can uh, go to our Facebook page, and uh, one of the guys in our digital team will forward it to Dave and Al, and he'll answer your questions. So have a good, safe weekend. Be aware that the lockdown starts 12.01 on Monday. Uh, so I imagine it's going to be really busy out there today, people shopping. Don't panic by people. Wear a mask. Be safe. We'll get through this thing. And maybe the government will uh, send one message as opposed to 40. And, and I don't think it'll work. If you say Dan Hunter pulls you over and, and you say, I heard you listen to you on the radio. <laughs> Too bad. No, he could throw a tire at we you. We got to run. Carlos, thanks for your help. We'll be back next week, everybody. Drive safe. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.